Some people have been asking where we've been. Like, we were here, but then, then we're not. But I can say, with full confidence, we're back. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> but it's so lame. <laughs> Book of Revelation isn't going to read itself, Jason. Why are you scratching your chest hair at me? What does that even mean? What do you mean you're not going to eat pork anymore, Jason? favorite drink is echinacea tea? I don't even know what to do with this. Who didn't rewind these cassette tapes? You bastards. What part of keep your stick on the ice do you not understand? You keep your stick on the ice. It's not that hard, Jason. When you use a roll, you replace it. I got a place where you can stick your tulip. Ghosts, Nephilim, aliens, it's all the same thing! Limited atonement, Alex? I'll show you limits. Let me guess, you read that in your King James Version. And this guy was in the worship band with gray sweatpants on. I mean, there was nothing left to the imagination. What, they're just gonna release Stranger Things in individual episodes? What the hell? I don't even believe in Jesus! What, Jason? Did you just think those Christmas presents get under the tree all by themselves? Jason, we made it. Season three, my friend. Yeah! Actually, we this is season seven, episode five. What? I don't know. We make it past most uh, Netflix originals. They, yeah. don't, they don't even make it past season two. Yeah, well, let's call it episode 65, season four. What? Ah, oh, Jason. We're already, <laughs> off, we're already off to a bad start. We we're, are. We're kind of, we're a little rusty, I think. We took a long break. Uh, mm. Some of you have noticed, obviously. So thank you for your guys' concerns. Uh, we, we did get a lot of feedback. You know, people saying like, hey, are you guys okay? Are you guys done? And we're like, no, we're, we're just literally taking a break because from january until august we didn't miss a week yeah what'd you do on your break buddy uh 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 i watched a lot of moana yeah i am moana i i'm in the middle of a kitchen remodeling project that still is not done 
So it's looking good though. It's getting there. I'm I'm going to finish it before 2020. Um, <laughs> we'll see. We'll just see how it goes. I feel like every time I get going on a project and uh, roadblocks. Yeah. No, I hear you there, man. So, but yeah, no, I've uh, just been hanging out with the wife and daughter and trying to get some stuff done around the house before that Michigan winter rolls in. So, that's all I've been trying to do. Yeah. How about you, buddy? We Any? we repainted our house. Nice. The exterior, the whole thing. That was a chore. I just want to say anybody who's not married and uh, doesn't have kids yet, this is what you have to look forward to. Yeah. This very thing Jason and I are talking about. This is dad life. Yep. So, okay, Jason, continue. Yeah, I mean, we, we spent our anniversary painting our house. You know, the kids were gone. I had a time to, like, cut loose and do whatever we wanted. Hey, baby, and we, do you we... want to repaint the house? <laughs> yeah. And not in the sexy way. I'm talking about the legit, we need to get some stuff done outside. Yeah, we're not going to rent a sprayer. We're going to roll. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and my <brush>. gosh. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we repainted the house. And, uh, dude, I've been working on my guitar tone. Nice. Listen to a lot of that pedal show on YouTube. Good for you. Yeah. So kind of nerding out guitar wise. I still don't understand pedals. I just need I need five distortion pedals all hooked up together. That's all I need. Yeah, I I understand a lot now. I feel like. Good. I, I'm glad you're you're in my my favorite context, so I can just call call yeah, you. Hey, you can, I give you guitar advice. Is this is this a good pedal? No, don't buy it. Okay. <laughs> I, I bought it anyway. Dang it. Anyway. So, Jason, we, you know, there was a lot of, you know, conspiracies going around. You know, what what's going on with Alex and Jason? Like, are, is, the, is the podcast over? You there know, were a really, lot of rumors, man. There were some people saying, like, we're not coming back. There were some people saying that we got taken by these evil European corporate overlords. Yeah. Not true. But... The conspiracies were fun. Yeah. And that's exactly what we're talking about today. Yeah, buddy. Conspiracy theories. And so, like... At I the think s- they're in every Christian's wheelhouse, man. There's always... There's something. Let's face it. You Once you believe in, a, in the resurrection, like, isn't everything on the table? Yeah. <laughs> everything <laughs> like is on the table. He's, he's a, Bigfoot's on the table, man. We talk about him in this episode. Yeah. We also talk about... Uh, what do we? Uh, oh, we talk about JFK assassination. Yeah, we Hitler and yeah. his death, man, or lack the Denver of. airport. Yeah, we hit all the biggins. Yeah, and even there's obviously some ones that we didn't have time to hit. So yeah, what? Anyway, these we recorded ones, this a week or so ago. Right. So. so and I also at the same time, like by the time this comes out, I'll, it'll be five days past the point. But like there is the the Vegas shooting. Yeah. So. There's there's not a lot known about that, so we, all we want to say about that is we want to pray for the the people who have lost family members. We want to mourn with those who mourn, and that's yeah. where we're going to leave it as as a, as a podcast. Yeah, it's Monday, dude. All that's all that news it's is so is breaking fresh now. And it's, so yeah. it's to but, comment on it would. would, would but that's where Jason there. and I feel comfortable yeah. saying that. So just so it's you guys tragedy. know that that's that's where we're at right now with that. But in the meantime, listen to this episode. Have some fun. Yep. And listen to two guys who couldn't make it as pastors 
So what did we do? We started a podcast. We started a podcast. So this is not your pastor's conspiracy episode. hear that what what i i think that my basement might be bugged by the government we gotta pull it down we gotta pull it down where's the bug at we gotta go hopper from stranger things on this place <laughs> <laughs> everything must be checked it's in the light bulb it fixtures is. it is uh, clearly so well, where's your christmas lights <laughs> oh we got snap every last one of them dude season two stranger things Looks so legit. Uh, I'm pumped. I can't. But that's not what we're here today. Oh no, for. we're not Alex. here to talk to have our fan uh, one of our favorite you know shows on Netflix you know reviewed and talked about. We're here to talk about conspiracy theories. So this started a few weeks ago, man. With I, do you remember how how this topic got started for us? Uh, you texting me. Some of your theories, yes. So we had we had all the we had the hurricanes, right? And this is, I guess, old news by this point. And I don't want to be disrespectful. A lot of people lost a lot of stuff. They said the floods in Texas were the size of Michigan. Wow, that's a lot of land, dude. That's a lot. Of land. And Texas is gigantic. Yeah, Texas, but, is, but that's still, still that is crazy. My goodness. So we see these mega hurricanes come in, and I had just been researching. The 1953 Beecher Tornado here in Flint. Okay. Because I remember as a kid, my mom telling me, you know, my mom was born in 57, but she was telling me about how how her dad and my grandpa had these pictures of cars wrapped in trees and this, this just monster tornado that went through Beecher. It killed 116 people. Oh, my gosh. Dude, now, when's the last time we had a tornado in Flint? I couldn't tell you. I've never, I've never been through a tornado in my life. Well, even even in Metamora, dude, because this tornado went all the way. It started, um, it kind of started right on the edge of Flushing, Coldwater Road, into Beecher. It went straight out to Lapeer, covering a 27-mile path. It hopped for about a mile and then went straight on out to the lake, Lake Huron. This, it went that far? Yes. This is a mega F5 tornado. So it started basically not not quite central Michigan, but pretty close and went all the way to Port Huron, which is on the east coast. Then continued in a line of storms that kind of broke up over the lakes, reformed on the other side. The next day or two killed hundreds of people in Worcester all the way on out to the Atlantic Ocean. This line of storms was massive. And I'm researching this, and I get down to the bottom. Oh, dude, I found, like, testimonials from people. Like, <laughs> I started at Wikipedia, because we all do. You know you're just thinking of the movie Twister right now, the cow. Yeah. <laughs> but then I spent some time on M Live, and I was listening to testimonials, dude, of people who were alive during it. Okay. And, life, like, they... They said it, it, it changed their life forever. I mean, you think about it. Coldwater Road. Do you know where Coldwater Road's at? N- is it north of here? It's north of here. Okay. So north you're on, of Flint. You're on the north edge of Flint into Beecher. Okay. And 116 people died on that stretch. No warning. The tornado hit 
at dark. But they said I mean, the tor- it's 1953. They don't have you don't have the television or radio capabilities like we do now to warn people or like even the cell phone abilities. Yeah, it was. And they said the tornado was jet black. It was it was black from the moment that it hit the ground. My goodness. And it was an F5 tornado, this giant tornado. And we don't get that weather here. No, not at all. So I'm reading, and near the bottom of it, it's even on Wikipedia, but it says, it was debated in the U.S. Congress at the time whether recent atomic bomb testing in the upper atmosphere had caused tornadoes, including this one. Congressman James E. Van Zant, Republican Pennsylvania, was among several members of Congress who expressed their belief that the June 4th bomb testing created the tornadoes, which occurred far outside the traditional tornado alley. They demanded a response from the government. Meteorologists quickly dispelled such an assertion, and Congressman Van Zant later retracted his statement. But there was, I mean, several congressmen with Van Zant there taking the lead saying, it was the atomic bomb testing that shifted the weather patterns and pushed this thing far outside of Tornado Alley, which I had brought up to you because at the time of the Hurricane Harvey and uh, Irma, what was North Korea doing? Testing nuclear bombs. Testing nuclear bombs. Now, although from what I understand, theirs wasn't open air testing. Theirs was in a bunker underground, which caused several landslides and collapsed the bunker. However accurate our information from North Korea coming into the U.S. is, I, yeah. I have a feeling we're not getting 100% information, which may play into more conspiracy theories down the road. Right. Nevertheless, I mean, what kind of effect does an atomic bomb period have on nature That much itself? force. I, I couldn't even tell you. I mean, we, well, we know what happens in nature whenever you, you know, release an atomic bomb. You create yeah. a giant sea monster that attacks islands. Like Godzilla. <laughs> is, that, is that the story behind Godzilla? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. The story behind Godzilla is he's he was formed from radiation from all the atomic bomb testings. Well, and I mean, that's how most monsters come about. Yeah, absolutely. But... but I, I couldn't tell you, Jason. I'm, I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a scientist. I'm just a guy in a basement in Flint, Michigan. But some of these stories feel like they can hold water. Yeah. Dude, for sure. So that one is definitely interesting because, you know, you, you everybody has their, their theories, right? You got the global warming or yeah. the climate change people, and then you got the other people that, you know, that they may not be on board with the climate change thing. So it's obviously, you know, just just one of these cycles where we're in where the water's particularly warmer, so it creates a more there's intense hurricane. There's some people hurricane. who think the government is changing the weather. Like there's research centers in northern Canada... And man, I'd have to look that it's like up. It's like X-File stuff, man. I don't think I don't remember what that was called, but that yeah. was an episode of GI Joe, Real American Hero. <laughs> they had a, Cobra had From the 80s. Cobra. Cobra had a weather changing. GI Joe, Real, Real American, American Hero. Hero. <laughs> GI Joe is there. Yeah, that that cartoon's awesome. I have I have the DVDs upstairs. Do you for real? They are not. I think they were on Netflix. I, they are not PC, my friend. No, I. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was the eighties, dude. <laughs> There's. It was the eighties. It's funny though. <laughs> They're just punching politicians like get out of here, crook. Like, <laughs> or like there was this one. Okay, side sidebar. Okay. So there was this one. Uh, they were trying to find this 
Cobra is trying to find the secret fuel that the United States was creating. It was supposed to be a better fuel, but then like Cobra is like, well, we can weaponize it and use it for us. And somehow the fuel had gotten stolen and was being hidden somewhere in somebody's greenhouse in this area of, you know, wherever the Cobra was looking for it. So all these Cobra operatives dressed in regular street clothes are going up to these houses and asking for, hey, can I look in your greenhouse? Or can I be? Can I go to your greenhouse and spend the night in there? And this one guy shuts the door on the Cobra agent's face and says, "My gosh, she wants to sleep in my greenhouse. It must be from California." <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a kids' cartoon. <laughs> so, that plot, dude, doesn't sound like it could be that far reaching, though. <laughs> Does it? Maybe I don't. I mean, know. we were talking about Stranger Things for half a minute. Isn't that like a? conspiracy that is a whole itself conspiracy theories sell they do for sure why so what was it i think it was last year i don't know if you uh 11 this uh was a stephen king novel turned into a mini series on hulu and it's about the jfk assassination okay that's a big one dude that's so yeah i got a theory okay definitely inside job yeah but but i mean there's there's some key factors right so Lee Harvey Oswald, yeah, Russian operative. He spent a lot of time over in Russia, known communist, comes over back to the U.S. during the 60s when you got, you know, the Red Scare, you know, communism yeah. and capitalism fighting back and forth and whatnot. He sh- I think he shoots Kennedy. I think, he's, I think he's definitely one of the guys that shoots Kennedy. But... When you watch the when you watch the film, and I I did a report on this in my in high school, so I I literally watched the the YouTube video like fifty times of the JFK assassination. JFK goes down like he gets hit from behind, and then all of a sudden his head just gets split wide open from the side. Yeah, and I mean I'm a gun guy, so like I know trajectory. It's like, and they were saying like you know the reason why his, you know the reason why his head was all to smithereens was because he was shot from. The back of the head, which is possibly true, but the fact that he goes down first and then all of a sudden his head gets cocked to the side is almost like he gets shot from the grassy knoll. Yeah. So, do I know all the facts? No, I don't know all the facts. But can I confidently say that my theory, my conspiracy theory, is there's at least two shooters for sure? Yeah, for sure. Maybe maybe they were a backup for Oswald if Oswald didn't hit him because I mean that shot that he took from the book depository, pretty far. That's yeah, that's what that's what I've heard. It's a pretty far shot, but he's a marine, he's trained, he knows what he's doing. So I think the shot for the second shot taken from the grassy knoll was the backup shot, just in case they didn't get him. Yeah. And then they had to cut all the loose ends, boom, shoot Oswald. Was it a day or so afterwards after he was detained? Yeah. See that's those that's those are what get me is when the evidence are the the people in question. All of a sudden, people start disappearing. Quickly eliminated. Like uh, another one is Hitler. What yeah. hap- What happened to Hitler? Isn't he in Venezuela right now? He's in. He's 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 got to be 120 by now. So, what, <laughs> like the rumor is right, Hitler committed suicide. Yep, in the bunker, asinine or not asinine, uh, cyanide. Yeah, with asinine with a woman. Is... He had a, there was a woman there with them too. His girlfriend. And, yeah. And she chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic Indiana Jones reference there. Yeah. So the two of them committed suicide and there's debate on how they committed suicide guns or cyanide or who did what first. 
but the guards come in and they find them and then burn the bodies. So there is no... Why would you do that? Yeah, there's no evidence. There's why, would you, two why would you take a picture? Two yeah, we saw it, and then we just took the bodies and burned them. Oops. Yeah. Who found... Who, so what, nobody could investigate My history is a little foggy. Was it the U.S. or Russians that found them? I think it was Russia. I thought it was two German guards before Russia even got there. Maybe. Well, if it's two German guards, it makes a little bit more sense. Like, oh, crap, let's burn the bodies and get rid of all the evidence. Yeah. But if it was actually allied forces that found Hitler and they just burned the bodies like, yeah, there's some sneaky stuff going on right there. I don't know, man. Nevertheless, I mean, what happened? That was so that's my kind of my question is like, I like a good conspiracy theory, dude. There's a movie with uh, Julia Roberts and Mel Gibson called Conspiracy Theory. I think it was made in the 90s. And Mel Gibson's this crazy guy that knows all these conspiracy theories. And he starts befriending Julia Roberts and she he starts telling her all these conspiracy theories and this big government agency comes in uh, that's run by Patrick Stewart, you know, Captain Picard. <laughs> and they try they basically try and take him out. And it's it's a pretty decent movie. It was made in the nineties, so you know it's good. But what is a about conspiracy theories that's like captivating? It's the mystery, dude. That like you have to dig in. Is people, it? It's the same thing with horror movies. Like, why do people purposely want to go and get scared? I don't. I can't watch it because people movie. like a good suspense. They like a mystery. They don't. They like to not know what's coming, which is weird because our culture is completely in the opposite direction. That you always want to know what's coming. Yeah. You make a five year plan. You make a ten year plan. I don't get it. I don't understand, but conspiracy. Do you have any other conspiracy theories? Have you you ever looked up the airport in Denver? No. The airport in Denver is supposed to be like the headquarters for the New World Order. Really? And underneath the airport... Underneath, Google this right now. Don't listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Are we recording still? Yeah. Did they take it out? No, they haven't taken it out yet. Okay, Google... Denver Airport murals. And it is some of the creepiest stuff you will come across. I've never been to that. Well, I think it I, came right up. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal, dude. And they think underneath the Denver Airport is all kind of bunkers. So like if uh nuclear bombs were to hit the US. What the crap is this? You look at the murals, man. Like what there's one, it looks like you know he almost looks like a Russian soldier. He's holding an AK forty seven and there's he's got like a blanket and there's like a kid hiding under the blanket. Yeah. And there's like a dove. What the Does that one have dead people in the background? Uh it looks like there's yeah, there's a woman holding a dead baby. Are there gas masks? They're uh, wearing gas masks? He's the it looks like the, the soldier's wearing a gas exactly, mask. Exactly, dude. What the crap? Who approved That's that? That's at a freaking airport. I was at the Denver airport. So was I. I don't remember seeing those. No, I don't remember seeing those. Those are there. And then there's there's um other ones with like children from all over the world because right, that's who's gonna repopulate the earth is a united nation a new world order with children taken from different nations yeah and there's there's like a buffalo head and like you, you guys honestly you have to google you this. haven't heard about this before i've never heard about this before okay, so i honestly okay I'll, I'll be quite honest i never was into conspiracy theories neither was i i went on a mission strip and that's all we talked about so that's where some of these were, you, were, were you with a certain pastor that we know uh 
No, I don't think so. Okay, a certain pastor that we both know mutually and is a friend of ours, really into conspiracy There's theories. A, I think I was telling him, I know who you're talking about, I think I was telling him some of these. And, dude, we we just, it was like on a loop, man. We were just coming back from these. Okay, and, one of these murals says, like, there's a statue, and it just says, war, violence, hate. Exactly, dude. What the crap? And, the like, if you look and if you research, the like, the architecture of the Denver airport, it's it's believed that there's bomb shelters. So it's a, it's a magnet for what? <laughs> it's where everybody. It's in the middle of the country. It's where everybody would fly to of you know power, fame, or wealth has like this ticket. It just makes me think of to hide in Denver. It just makes me think of when when Ray is explaining to all the other Ghostbusters the the architecture of Dana Barrett's building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, Ray, they just don't build them like they used to. They never built them like this. This is like a magnet for for extra ter- or for a spiritual activity yeah. and whatnot. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and there's there yeah there's a picture right here of like a drawing of like the way it's set up. My goodness, this is jacked up. And then you got all the Freemason stuff, dude. Yeah, there's some Freemason man. Though Freemason they're thing. involved in everything. And then there's the skulls. There's the Illuminati. There's the Jay Z, Beyonce, weird people out in California. What, what what's that place called? That Bohemian Grove. Bohemian Grove. I think that's it. Yeah, I heard about that in passing. I, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So that's where all of your your higher ups go into the woods and perform satanic rituals. Yeah, worship Molech, who's a demon god of the Old Testament. Dang, son. And there's all kinds of YouTube videos of people breaking in. And, I mean, it's so scary, dude. Like, the videos of the the ceremonies that are on YouTube. And then there, there's one guy in particular who goes through and he questions, like, all these higher-ups who've been there. I mean, it's everybody. It's, like, Nixon. It's Bill Clinton. It's, it's like, anybody who's ever been a president, it's you know, famous artist in. You dude. think that's why Hillary's so mad? Oh, she's probably in it. That she didn't get the shoe in the presidency. Cause she doesn't get, well, she'd be automatically in cause bills in. Yeah. I don't know, but that is, that is messed up. I think conspiracy theory time. Yeah. <sighs> this one's not as cool as Jason's guys. Cause that not that that's the gonna, Denver one messed me up. That's going to mess me up for nights. Those murals will mess you up. Why? Why are they still up? Why do they paint over them? I, I'd have put to look pic- and see if they picture, are still up. Put up pictures of uh, the the Avalanche. You know your your failed hockey team out there. In they Colorado. are failing hard. Joe Sakic is doing a terrible job. Yeah, well, sorry, sorry, Joey. We just know that that super hard wrist shot didn't translate into GM powers. That's nope. we know that. For Not sure. everybody can be as good of a GM as Stevie Y. <laughs> no. <laughs> It, we always have to figure out how to put hockey into each episode. Yeah. So, here's my here. I said I said this a year ago, and I still stand by this. Okay. I think the government knows of the existence of Bigfoot. Dude. Oh, well, we've talked about this before. My dad was attacked by a Bigfoot. I just I just don't understand. There's so many eyewitness accounts, and even though the eyewitness accounts vary a little bit, it's still basically the same creature that every person that's ever seen a bigfoot describes big smelly hairy ape-like creature stood up 
on its back legs, two-legged, what is that, bipedal? Yeah. Bipedal You're asking me walking. who knows nothing about animals. <laughs> you... <laughs> Dude, if you're if you're new to our podcast, um, check out "Don't Feed the Trolls" on the Bad Christian Network episode. I think it's like thirty six, Bigfoot with Dave Duncan. That's my dad talking about being attacked by Bigfoot. It's so awesome. It is a cool. Story. It's it's one of those podcasts I've listened to a couple times. Uh, so have I. <laughs> so have I. But I mean, I don't know why they're hiding it. Roswell, aliens, dude. Aliens is like another huge conspiracy. I don't, I don't believe in aliens. You know that. I what? think it's demonic. Okay. I think it's demonic. Which you know, if the Bohemian Grove thing is true, it have could be. Ever, it could be in cahoots. Have you ever seen the Knowing with Nick Cage? No. Those aliens were angels. What if you're wrong? Well, that's that's why. I what s- if they're the good guys? Well, yeah, that's why I, I I still stand by this all the way back in episode ten. We had our Halloween episode, and I said, listen, I think there's some sort of spiritual force here. This is this is a spiritual realm thing. I don't think it's – I think aliens kind of comes into that, and I think it's, you know, it's either angels trying to give us messages as humans, and it's a good thing, but, you know, we're too freaked out because, I mean, anybody would be freaked out. I mean, you think about Mary in the New Testament when she's getting told, like – that she's going to give birth to Jesus. She's wigged out of her mind because yeah. this angel is speaking to her in her bedroom. And she's like, what? Anyway, or it's something demonic trying to lead people away from God. Okay, so the latest conspiracy UFO thing, because aliens freak me out, dude. I, I, I've had dreams where I've been attacked by aliens. It's really weird. Um, but... Uh, you want to talk to Sarah about it? Sarah I, I, I need to. <laughs> I think Jess has actually talked to her. Like, obviously not on our show, but, like, as message back and forth. Like, I've had several alien dreams. Maybe I've been abducted. Maybe not. I just They might be interested in me. I'm good looking. <laughs> I know that much. <laughs> uh, but, no, I was watching a show on Netflix. I don't remember what it was called. Um, but the, they were talking. It was all this, like, uh, military audio mm-hmm. where the U.S. was doing a nuke test and some unidentified spacecraft comes in and in lightning like speed because they slowed down the cameras points a red dot laser at three specific points on the bomb as it's going up into the air and disarms it so that i don't think that would be maybe not demonic i mean i'm going with yours if they're demonic or angelic or whatever but spiritual realm Spiritual realm, yeah. That's probably a better way of putting it. But they disarmed this nuke. And they had all this military record of who was that. It wasn't in our airspace. It didn't show up on radar. All the kind of stuff that so they do for aliens. there was a while on my lunch break, I used to listen to this uh, guy. And he would do, like, prophecies. But it was basically, like, conspiracy theories. Yeah. And I just listened to him just for pure comedic value because... None of his prophecies ever came true. Yeah, which it just—it was just like a way just to sell, you know, the survival gear, like the hundred as, as hundred meals. As you're talking, I'm going to look up when the world's supposed to end because I think there's a new one. Oh, there's a new one out. Okay, I think cool. So. Let me I'm, see. If I'm really know. glad, and then I'm going to be laughing in their face when they're wrong. But he was talking about this. I think it's a nuclear 
nuclear power facility in Europe somewhere called CERN, S-R-C-E-R-N. And he's like, look at the look at the symbol for it, the CERN symbol for that particular uh, facility, and it's 666. Oh, that's creepy. Like, look it up right now, Jason. I, I kid you not. Hold CERN. on. I just looked up uh, Doomsday Conspiracy Theory. David Mead reschedules Apocalypse for October after World Didn't End. And that that was 16 hours ago, that article in Newsweek. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I saw that somewhere, like another... So what am I looking up? You're, you're looking up CERN. Hold on, I'm on your internet, so... Is it slow? Um, it, it well, yeah. It's because... Bas- it's basement internet. So what, am, what, how do you spell CERN? Is it it's C? It's C-E-R-N, I think. All right. I wish I could do like a dial-up sound. Maybe we can insert a dial-up. <laughs> um, Did it not come up? Yeah, I've got accelerating science. Look up the images. Images? Yeah, there's a symbol. Oh, I see it. Like, how do you not do... How do you not make that icon and it's a 666 yeah they're rotated maybe it's a 999 alex (laughs) there's not a little line underneath it that tells me but this guy so this guy that i was listening to on the radio was basically like they're gonna cern's gonna come online and they're gonna open up a wormhole into hell it's gonna let satan and all of his demons out i'm like where are you getting this revelation no (laughs) i feel like they're gonna come from the deep right they're gonna have like wings and be like uh uh, what are they called? Locus. Yeah. Right. I yeah. The deep's I know what you're going to open up, and all these things are going to come out. Man, some of that stuff is just you don't know. So don't don't just speak it as truth, you know. And I think he's wrong. He's he's been wrong every time I've listened to him. He's wrong, and then I just shut him off. It was like, and actually they started doing sermons from uh what is his name j vernon mcgee which oh yeah and so they he, he would just talk on there for about 40 minutes so i was like yeah this guy's good yeah <laughs> dude the end of the world stuff i listened to uh, actually john MacArthur. <laughs> dude has all of his like lessons on revelation i think i've listened to all of them and he's like nothing's symbolic in revelation to him it's all it's gonna take place and it's pretty nutty even even if it is symbolic or not symbolic, some weird stuff goes down in Revelation. No matter which way I you think take that's, with I it, I think that's why there's so much hype around that book. It's like yeah. you read it and it's like this does not make sense. And like to bring up your point, you know, talking about Revelation, I went up I went up to Gladwin this weekend for a wedding, and I kid you not, I saw at least five or six billboards for unlock Revelation, like oh, uh, yeah, like a dude. Bible yeah, study. That's a big deal. And it's like those are everywhere. People get all excited about studying the book of Revelation and I'm I'm sitting there driving I look at my wife I said I wonder how many people they could have fed with that money they used to buy that advertisement. Yeah. And I'm like I'm out. I'm I will never go to any one of those things yeah. because I just don't support that. When you drive over to Grand Rapids, that stuff is uh, Grand Rapids is like the Christian capital of the world. Like it just is. It's where Zondervan and Erdman's and all these publishing Thomas Nelson books. You think that's by coincidence or? Dun, dun, dun. 
Calvin College, you know? <laughs> Calvin Col- I've been to Calvin College. I mean... I almost bought a John Calvin bobblehead. <laughs> did you? <laughs> they have John Calvin bobbleheads? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they're like... And college, in their college store. It's 20 bucks. I'm like, heck no. I'm gonna go feed a hungry person with that 20 bucks. Yeah, I was just gonna say, here's the guy getting onto the Revelation people about to buy a John Calvin bobblehead. <laughs> he do good things sometimes. No, but maybe one of the biggest conspiracies yes, is still Jason. effective to this day for some people is the body of Jesus. Have you ever watched? Uh, well, you don't have cable. Don't say the passion. You you don't have cable. I don't have cable. No, yeah. We just have Netflix. But I remember when I did have cable at one point, watching the I think it was the Discovery Channel. Just, oh yeah, it's our like National Geographic Finding Jesus, time. like yeah, the Shroud programs. of Turin. Yeah. There's those and and they they go to all these like tombs that would have been around the first century, you know, in Israel. What's all the the Dan Brown books with the uh, are the movies with Tom Hanks in them? Oh, Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. Isn't that that's, that's another one? Gosh, yeah, that's kind of all in the same. I'm out on that. Jesus, same kind of field. Jesus didn't have a wife. Sorry, everybody. Yeah, but so yeah, they go around. And he goes to all these, they go to all these tombs, and every time he comes out of the tomb, he's like, yeah, there's nothing here. It's like, that's kind of the point. Yeah. There's nobody there, so. Well, even like in in the New Testament, the Pharisees are like, well, we'll tell the, the apostles took it, or. Yeah. You know, they were kind of figuring up some sort of plot to explain why they couldn't produce a body. And I think there's some people who are still atheists to this day. And it's kind of funny that you can see the cover cover up all the way back then. Like the, mm-hmm. I should probably look it up. If I were a real Christian, I'd look up the actual text. Should I look up our, and give a reference, or should we just keep going? Yeah, look up and give a reference. Okay. Let me open my Bible app. Boop, goot, doot, doot. <laughs> that was a terrible boot. Jason, welcome to the Bible app. We need some, uh, maybe the Bible app is a conspiracy. I had a friend tell me that that if you're not reading the King James Version, you're buying into the the money-hungry Bible publishing companies that just want your money. And Does he think ESV is the mark of the beast? Uh, probably. How dare they make a Bible people can understand a little... <laughs> <laughs> That should be the tagline for the, the message. E- would be the mark of the beast. That that should be like the tagline for any translation other than King James. It's a Bible you can understand a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, Jason. So you 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 bring up the point about like it's even in our scripture that this is what the Pharisees were telling people at the time. So this is in Matthew twenty eight. So at the end of at the end of the Gospel of Matthew at the end of the Gospel of Matthews yeah Matthew, uh, Matthew's Gospel Matthew's Gospel <laughs> Matthew's good news yes uh, so this is starting in verse eleven while they were going behold some of the guards went into the city and told the chief priests all that had taken place and when they had assembled with the elders and taken counsel they gave a sufficient sum of money to the soldiers so they paid them off they paid them off. And said, tell people his disciples came by night and stole him away while they while we were sleeping. 
And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will keep him satisfied. Uh, we will satisfy him and keep you out of trouble. So they took the money and did as they were to- as were directed. And this story has been spread among the Jews to this day. Yeah, and even to this day. Dude, that still carries on. People are like, oh, yeah, the body was stolen. But it just doesn't make sense to me. Obviously, because... Obviously Jason, you and I are Christians. Like we, we obviously know what happened to the body. Yeah, and I'm not about to go into a big giant apologetic no thing. I'm just bringing up the point. Like Jesus might be one of the biggest conspiracies. I think so for you know atheists or anybody else. And there's like the huge conspiracy about the Nephilim in Genesis six too. It's Bigfoot. Just are aliens demonic supernatural powers? But what is what's what's the draw to conspiracies? I, I I'll stand by my statement that I said earlier. It's the suspense. It's the it's the idea of we figured out something. That's a good way of putting it. We figured out something. We didn't buy into the lie. And I think that's that's really is where it is. Because it's one, it makes you seem really smart if you if you think, yeah, this is a conspiracy. Because you're in the know, you you're have some sort of piece of information, right? That somebody You've else got time doesn't have, it and, and you're you. They didn't pull the cover over your eyes. The government. I mean, that's really the big one. It's always against. That's the one that I I always get you know really irritated with is the ones. It's like, come on, like this is the this is the U.S. government or whatever government is that trying to lie to its people because. Maybe they're trying to save, trying to save lives, and you know maybe the lie is better than a than the actual truth. Like here's one that's probably going to be really unpopular with people, but this is this is something I honestly believe in. I think the Pulse nightclub shooting, uh, the bodies are real, the victims are real, hundred percent. Down in those, Orlando. Down in Orlando, those people actually died. I think the government knew about this guy, and let him go. They didn't do anything oh, dude, to stop that them. that wouldn't surprise me. They've got information on everybody. I hate the ones that say the uh, the school shootings. Yeah, I don't like those either. I hate the ones I'm, that I'm say not, those were down. fake. Like, you're telling people, like, your kids really didn't die? or That would be a huge conspiracy. And a lot, I mean, you got you have that would so be many anti-gun conspiracy, right? That's, right. That's the whole ideal behind that. Right. That's garbage. So that and that's the other thing that that's another thing There's I want to bring up. Conspiracies yeah, too. the nine eleven ones. But the fact the fact that any any shooting that happens or any disaster that happens, it immediately gets politicized and it's like people died. Yeah. Can we can we not politicize this before the bodies are cold? But and so, how, yeah, how terrible is it to think that? They they had all the information, could have stopped the guy and let him go anyway. Well, there's videos of these different gun store owners that are like, yeah, he came into my shop asking for class three body armor and we called the police oh, because yeah. nobody should be asking for that. That's a regular civilian. Like that's only something that they give out to the military and, and police forces. It's, that's disturbing. So I'm sorry, but there's a possibility that they just let him go. That's that's awful. And I hate that. 49 lives could have been stopped, could have been saved. But I think that's that's partially, again, the draw to conspiracy theories is like you actually know the truth. I mean, people want to know the truth. 
People yeah. want to know what's actually going on. They don't want to feel like they're being played or fooled. And, and you know, I'll bring I'll bring I'll bring this up too, Jason, because you know, being the good Calvinist that I am, conspiracy theories and there's there's people that are conspiracy theory deniers. They're like, no, there's there's no reason why this government entity or this business or these these big players out there in the world, there's no reason why they would have any reason to lie to us. Like whatever they're telling us is the truth. If you believe like I believe, there's an acronym out there. It's TULIP. T. <laughs> total depravity. T is total depravity. I was going to say money, dude. Is it money of the driver? Okay, so I've got I've got one more. I've got one more, and then I'll, I'll be done, because I could li- literally keep going all night. So what, when I went over to Jordan, mm-hmm. the missionaries we were visiting, well, uh, let me back up. So Hold on I, one second. Is this going to get you in trouble? It shouldn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not so, really sure what's no, that what's had, that red laser on your forehead <laughs> oh. i had i had made a friend over there um uh-huh. and I, I won't tell his name but i i'm in regular contact him and i like pin pals we're we're buddies on facebook and i was i've been asking him questions about uh, isis and stuff and so he's telling me he's like well who started isis and I didn't have a good answer for them, but they believe over there that the United States started ISIS in Iraqi freedom. We we gave them so many arms and so much training that they got up and rebelled. And when we pulled troops out, yeah, you that, you leave a vacuum. Yeah, and now we, we changed a lot. I mean, we tried to turn them into a democracy and gave them all these arms, but over there. They think the U.S. just pumped a ton of money into them, and they don't think anything really happened. I mean, this is like a this is like a conspiracy theory on on their side. Oh, and um, one of our missionaries who we were visiting said at the time of Iraqi freedom, the because they were I was visiting Jordan, um, the Jordanian banks were told by their government that they must. Ex- they must accept any currency into their banks coming from Iraq. And he said people were coming from Iraq with uncut sheets of $100 U.S. bills. Rolls of $100 U.S. bills, uncut. And the Jordanian banks had to take them and cash them. Why? Money, dude. Man, so massive. I mean, this and that's why there's so much turmoil. So when I when I was asking him tough questions, he was putting them all back on me. He was saying, "You gave him all the all the arms. You funded ISIS." I mean, we were going back and forth on that, and dude, just really, honestly, confusing stuff. It, it makes it makes me think twice. It does, but at the same time, like. You could really get lost in this. Well, and- you like you want to trust the information that's given to you, and then there there's this air of mistrust. I, w- I was just looking up as we were talking, Alex, uh, why they're so appealing, and it's this whole idea of this real but hidden truth that's mm. out there. So. Uh, Kind of like what you were saying, first conspiracy theories claim to explain what institutional analysis cannot. They appear to make sense out of the 
out of a world that is otherwise confusing. So something big happens and people are asking, why did this happen? And somebody pulls answers. Mm -hmm. You know, the government might say one thing, but people are saying, doesn't this make more sense? Right. And then who do you trust at that point? Do you trust the minority who, you know, has this information? Are you, do you trust the big players, you know, the government? Because why would the government have anything to lie to you about, Jason? Oh, dude, and you know what? I was watching Making a Murderer on Netflix. <laughs> you just you just get all grudge on me and distort your body. <laughs> Join us, Jason. <laughs> you ever see the grudge? Will this episode come out around Halloween? Um, No, it'll, it'll come out before, well before then. I think this will be our first bag. Yes. Anyway, um... I forgot what I was saying. You get you distracted me all by grudge. What was I saying? <laughs> Don't turn your head. <laughs> I'm getting kind of scared in your basement down here. It is creepy. I, this is all just pregame. Pregame for the pre-game Halloween for episode. Pregame for the Halloween episode. I don't know what I was saying. So, so oh, oh, you want me to ask? It, it? Uh, no, how, how do we wrap this up, Alex? Because we've been, we've, I mean, we've, we've thrown, we got a lot going here. Yeah, I mean, you, we could, we can go down rabbit hole after rabbit hole with conspiracy theories. I was about to break into making a murderer, man, on Netflix. I've never watched it. Never watched it. Okay, short gist. Yeah, short gist. Yeah, short gist. Jiv. I don't know. Mom, that was just choosing, fun to say three choos, times. Choosing moms choose Jiv. <laughs> No, guy goes to prison 18 years for a crime he did not commit. They yeah. they got sub, they got substantial evidence. Oh, no, in fact, he really did not commit this crime. Well, he comes from a family that's not very smart, undereducated, if you will. And they, they say, Wisconsin, because this happened up there, says, you know what? You've been in prison for 18 years. We'll compensate you for your lost time. Here's $400,000. And he says, no, I'm suing. And he sues for $30 million. And then a few weeks later, all of a sudden, there's a dead body in his backyard. And it's been planted there. At least the documentary makes you feel that there's overwhelming evidence to support the fact that he did not murder this second person. So he was essentially framed. So the state of Wisconsin didn't have to wear egg on their face for a $30 million lawsuit. Dang. And he they he ended up taking the four hundred thousand dollar payout and bought the best lawyers that he could, and they did a phenomenal job. But ultimately, he's still in, he's in prison right now. Oh my! Goodness. For what looks like a second murder he didn't commit, and I'm not spoiling because there's even more. It's ten episodes, dude. It had me floored. I. <laughs> And then I, I, go, I can't I went get to, into it. I went to the jail on Friday and I met this young dude named Roosevelt who wanted us to pray for us. And he seemed like an individual who was not very smart at all. But he was telling me, hey, my brother's a cokehead, killed his girlfriend and I got framed for it. And I'm in here for life. And even some of the details he's telling me doesn't really make sense. Like it's not really adding up but at the same time. I don't think he really knew knows even now what's going on. But then after watching that making a murderer thing, I'm like dang dude, was he really like, did they pawn this off on his unsmart brother? Like, oh, man, I don't, the, the thing that I think about is like, 
I wonder if the atheists out there, and if you're an atheist and you listen to our show, thank you, first of all. No, yeah, for sure. Thanks for checking us out and hanging out. Like, do atheists think that Christians just believe in a huge conspiracy theory? And we're just, we're just on the, they think that we're on the wrong side of it. That's, yeah, man. That, I mean, that's a legit, that's a legit question. I, and like, I've, I've kind of said this before. I don't mind wearing egg on my face and not being able to give answers. That doesn't right. bother me. I'm, I'm not afraid to say, you know what? I don't know. Um, the only thing I, the only thing I have right now is my faith. Yeah. Right? Faith. And I, I mean, yeah, there's there's some evidence out there that's compelling, but then you start to get into the realm of apologetics. But and if you want to hear how we feel about apologetics, go to episode seven. Yeah. But I sometimes wonder that because they sometimes it's it's like again, there's two sides, right? So vehemently, Jesus isn't real. Jesus, it's not possible. And then there's the other side, our side. It's like no, Jesus is real. He is who he says he is. And here's. Here's what we have to say. And then I think that's this kind of comes back to our conclusion in episode seven. Like that's why apologetics aren't going to save people. Only the Holy Spirit's going to be able to save people. Yeah. So I'm yeah. praying atheist people out there that the Holy <laughs> Spirit reveals the conspiracy theory is not true and that actually Jesus did resurrect from the dead and then ascended into heaven 40 days later. Yeah. To to me, I go back to Paul, 1 Corinthians 15, and if Christ has not been raised, because, I mean, ultimately, okay, take yourself out of your Christian context, your Christian bubble. You're talking about a man 2,000 years ago who died and then three days later came back to life. Mm-hmm. And on surface level, that just doesn't happen. It's crazy. It's crazy. But then you have Paul making statements, and based on his evidence at the time, 1 Corinthians 15 is fantastic, by the way. I love that chapter. And if Christ has not been raised, your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Like, oh, dang it. I read the wrong one. Um, and if Christ has not been raised, verse 14, and if Christ has not been raised, then our preaching is in vain and your faith is in vain. We are even found to be misrepresenting God because we have testified about God that he raised Christ, whom he did not raise, if He it is true that he did not raise him. So, I mean, that whole point, like, he is staking his whole entire reputation on the fact that Jesus Christ resurrected came back to life. And if he didn't, then we're completely wrong. Yeah. And everything, I think I still read the wrong one. Like we are the most pitied people on earth because we believe the greatest lie of all time. But yeah, here we are. And here's the church. And Alex and you and I have been part of ministry and we've touched on it several times. There are aspects of ministry that suck. There are aspects of ministry that we have saw, seen God move that we would have not otherwise seen. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's what keeps me going. Yeah. It's the only thing that keeps me going. Exactly. Like if I didn't fully believe in some of the things that have happened, because they would not have happened unless God's hand was working in it. And it's and it's a hard feeling to describe. Like when you, when you, you kind of have that aha moment. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh, like this is God working. This is God literally protecting us, Jason, while we're in a prison yard. Yeah. And it's the prisoners are about to riot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the police go out there, they disperse everything, and we're able to continue to put on our program in the prison yards. Go back to episode, I think it's I can't remember what it's six. 
yeah. episode six talking about the prison ministry that Jason and I have been a part of. But it's about to go down. Yeah. Like it could be in a very different story for Alex Ryman. I could have been I could have been shanked. And like we joke about it afterwards, but it's like yeah, probably. Yeah. But just to see the hand of God move and then all of a sudden all these prisoners that are getting angry at us and all of a sudden they're gone. And then all, all of a sudden those prisoners are the ones that are coming to us asking for books, asking to get saved. It's it's just God. It's always just it's God working and doing something incredible. And it's, it's the only thing I can claim to. Yeah. I just want to like, like to me, the, what do you call it? Physical evidence or just the, the real evidence that's happened in my own life. Like I want to challenge listeners right now. Maybe you don't think God is real or maybe you're a Christian. You've been attending like this. Here's where I think, I think even to the church, we are missionaries. Because especially from the background I come in, I think of so many people who have attended church aimlessly their whole lives and they sit in those pews and they're just rotting away. Like they don't really believe it. And there, there's washed tombs, dead man's bones. There's hundreds of those people out there. And it's because they don't really see God move or experience it. Like, so I, I'm challenging those people right now to pray for God to put somebody in your life that you can share the gospel with this week. And I guarantee that prayer will be answered this week. I guarantee it. It's powerful. Like, like if you want to see God move, say that prayer. Ask, ask God, like, hey, God, let me see you move. Like, put somebody in my life this week that I can share the gospel with. And it's the exact thing we, we really don't want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's uncomfortable. Or we, yeah. don't, or we feel like we don't know enough. Or we're not educated enough. Or we're not spiritual enough. And that's, those are all lies from the enemy. Like yeah. you're a human, you're not God, you're not good enough. That, that's the bottom line, but that doesn't mean you can't be used by God. I, I can't, I think it was, I was doing a sermon on, I think we it just was, took a turn off conspiracies, but yeah, but I mean, it's, it, I think it ties in. It, 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 it's loose. Yeah. There was a, I was preaching a sermon, I think it was on Acts four and it was talking about is right after the disciples get beaten by the Sanhedrin. And they go back to the church, the early church there that's meeting in Jerusalem. And they said, they prayed like, give us more boldness to keep speaking this message. Yeah. And I literally was like, man, I don't think I pray for boldness enough. And I literally was praying for boldness to share the gospel. I was like, I, they, they, they did it. Why I should do it. And literally that week I'm sharing the gospel with this kid at my work. Yeah. And I'm, I bought him a Bible and gave him a Bible before I, 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 I left that particular job. But it was like, holy crap, that works. <laughs> yeah. Dude, there was one time I'm driving in my car and I'm like, I'm really on the fence. Do I keep pursuing like preaching ministry? Like, do I? Because really, it's not going anywhere. And, and I was like, God, you know, if I, if you want me to preach, let me preach. You know, and I got to call that afternoon to preach that afternoon, which I was totally unprepared for. I was I wasn't prepared in the slightest. I didn't even have my Bible with me. All I had was I caught my Bible of shame. It's a King James version <laughs> that's in the trunk of my car. Why is it even in the trunk? <laughs> it's my in case I forget everything else. You should just replace that with an ESV, my friend. I sh- you know what? I'm cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But yeah, I had to preach out of that Bible. I had none of my noses, nothing. It was a terrible sermon, awful sermon. But on my way there, I was like, okay, God, you answered that prayer. Like, use me. Like, being kind of an a-hole to God, more or less. Like, like prove it, prove it, prove it, prove it. And then some dude comes up after me. I preached terror. Dude, Alex, it was horrible. It was the worst sermon you could preach. And this dude found Jesus afterwards. That's and then, incredible. like, uh, Tiffany, um, who used to work at the Salvation Army, she told me, like, a few weeks, like, yeah, he, you led him to Christ in your sermon. And I was like, it was humbling. It was like, uh, no, I didn't. God did. And for me, that was a huge, like, connection. So... Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I guess I'm now that I've said connection. I guess I'm seeing the connection to our conspiracy talk is live evidence, proof of a god, or proof of what we're doing, why we're doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get apologetic. You know, I'd rather let that speak for itself and encourage you to find your own. Find your own story. Yeah. Find your own story with not your pastor's podcast. <laughs> Where dreams come, they come, come true. true. <laughs> All right, Jason. I mean, we could seriously probably talk about conspiracy theories and just the way cool things that God has done that can only be explained by uh, it happened and you should pray about it so it'll happen to you too. We have to stop somewhere because we can just go for on for yeah, hours. Yeah, like like for the Energizer sure. Bunny. Yeah. So, Jason, why don't we why don't we move into some housekeeping things as okay, we're starting to yeah. wrap up this episode? So, Jason and I want to let you guys know about some amazing things uh, that we do. Not just recording this podcast, but you know, we have social media. Yeah, we have Def- all the social medias. Yeah, except so, for Tumblr. What is Tumblr? I don't know. I'm not starting that, dude. We're not going to do that. No, but you can you can find us at Twitter at NY Pastors, our Facebook. Not your pastor's podcast. Our Instagram, we post photos. I just took a photo of Alex's little Lego land. We're gonna fire up this winter, and that that's <laughs> gonna that's gonna be my, on the Instagram. It's my winter hobby. Yeah. Well, it, you know we're we're getting to that season. Tis the season. <laughs> Tis the season to just buy yeah. massive amounts of vintage Legos on eBay. Uh, so you can keep in touch with us on Instagram. I like personally, I want to hear your conspiracy stories. Yeah. So hit us up on those social media websites and tell us those stories. They're fun to talk about. Like I was playing disc golf this weekend with everybody, Austin Hook and Mark Streeter. And, yeah. Those guys dude, are cool. Man, Mark, amazing disc golfer. I had never been before. I was in complete learning mode. But then I was like, Austin was asking, hey, when are you guys coming back? And what are you guys going to talk about? And I was like, dude, we're doing conspiracies. And he like autom- like started in like, oh, have you heard about this? Have you heard about this? I'm sure like our listeners, as you listen to this episode, some of those you are going to be thinking of that we didn't mention. And I want to hear them because yeah. there's nothing that kills time better than just looking up old conspiracies. So <laughs> <laughs> like send them our way. Yeah, absolutely. So also on top of that, uh I kind of, I don't know why I, I felt led to write this. <laughs> you felt led. <laughs> I don't know why, but I literally had this thought and I'm like, you know what? I need to write this down. And I wrote kind of like a conspiracy 
theory that I have about two of my favorite movies. Starring, you were making some connections. I was I'll making that, some. That con- might be more accurate. I was making some connections and like maybe possibly some fan fiction going on with two of my favorite movies, which star bo- the same two actors, David Spade and Chris Farley. Uh, the two movies in question are Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. Two of my favorites too, man. But where, what were you growing up? Were you like? Were it Tommy Boy or Black Sheep? Which one was your favorite? Oh, dude, don't make me choose. I really liked Black Sheep. I did. I love the fact that Mud Honey was in it. Like that <laughs> band, like, dude, uh, yeah. But they came on Pandora, right? Like I was listening to Pandora, and all of a sudden, like that's the song that they play specifically in that oh, movie. Oh, really? And I didn't. I was like, oh, that's the song for Black Sheep. <laughs> <laughs> But so go read that blog. Uh, we posted it on notyourpastorspodcast.com. So you can read that and hey, leave a comment. Let us know what you think about it because I think it's fun. <laughs> yeah. And plus, you go on our website, you're going to find all of our old episodes, all of our old blog posts, which we call thoughts. And spend some time there. Dabble with us, if you will. Also, on top of all those wonderful things that we just told you about, Jay. Uh, also on top of all those wonderful things that we just mentioned jason we have two new five-star reviews to read so we were gone for a month over a month yeah man and still got some five-star reviews that is crazy awesome dude so let me uh read some five-star reviews that we have here uh where have i been from gabs 23 so great to find a place where I can listen to folks that have similar experiences to mine. My faith journey didn't always make sense, and I felt out of place. I'm so with you guys. Love people and love God. Good talks. Awesome. So thanks, Gabs23. That's cool. It's, it's cool that like while we're breaking, this stuff's still going on in the background. That's awesome. Uh, so this one is kind of, this is lengthy. Lengthy. Okay, let's go for So it. this is from Carrie, and she's been hitting us up oh, on social media yeah. quite a bit. I'm going to butcher her last name, so you might have to help me, Jason. So this is from Carrie. Carrie, my last name is Six Letters Wimp. This is her, her username on <laughs> Apple iTunes. Uh, my friend shared this podcast with me a while back, and I binged every single episode while I worked my part-time cleaning job. Holy cow. I've now caught up with every episode, and I hardly know what to do with my life anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Since I'm so distraught, I went through all the hassle of creating an Apple ID just so I could leave this five-star review rather than hack into some someone else's account or steal their identities, or whatever the other advice (laughs) the the stranger stranger. had for Timmy. (laughs) My my world has opened up even more, and I've had some pretty awesome introverted think sessions. I love that we, we aren't afraid to ask the hard questions, and that they're on the opposite sides of the fence on some things. Yeah. I find myself amused at the episodes where one is silent because... They disagree so much with the other <laughs> and, and the guest in that they don't have a chance to squeeze a word of edge in edgewise. It's funny that she picks up on that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very, very observant. Anyway, as much as I want to leave an obscurely long review, y- y- you did it. As much as I want to leave an obscurely long review just because I know you'll read it all. The kids are begging to take our neighbor's dog for a walk. 
since we're watching her for the week. <laughs> Saved by the dog, you guys. Also, I'm a little disappointed that Jason didn't even try to say my last name. Uh, yeah, we've mentioned her on Jill- the show before. Jalik. Like Jello. Ah, oh, man. I, I'm so sorry, Carrie. I don't. I don't Jellic? Jellic. Yeah, Jellic. I'm not even looking at it, dude. I'm just going off of what you said. Also, also, let's go Red Wings. Also, yeah. you may return to your podcast. The writer of this review has been sacked. Always keep your stick on the ice. <laughs> Perfect, man. How cool is that? Oh, dude? man, it almost deserved its own episode, that review. Yeah, man. She's listened to everything. That's insane. Yeah. I don't think my wife has even listened to every episode we've put out. Oh, goodness gracious me. But... So anyway, so that's something we do on this podcast. If you're new to the our podcast, we read every five-star review. And that's just a way for you guys to kind of be a part of the podcast. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you think. And hey, we'll read we'll read your uh, review on the show. Yeah, so. and Carrie kind of brought it up there, man. We've got some great shows coming up, some great topics. We have an episode on abortion coming up next week. That'll be very interesting. It's heavy. So we had fun today with the conspiracy stuff. Next week's going to be really heavy, but it's going to be worth it. Yeah. You aren't going to want to miss this episode. And then, of course, Jason. Yeah. The end of the month. Oh, Halloween. Podcast of horror. We're lining up some some really awesome special yes. guests. We, there's some guests that we haven't you know, signed up officially, made it concrete yet, so we don't want to give them away, but yeah. we have some ghost stories coming yeah. your way kind of like what we did last year but hopefully this is we're gonna make it even more spooky and scary all at the same time yeah and we got some, we got some other great interviews coming up too i'm just not going to say them until they're every confirmed. time we say them they, every yeah it, it, we jinx ourselves every time yep so i'm not doing it so anyway jason the red wings are playing this week for the first time yeah oh, so season opener so a quick recap here thursday is my birthday yep and it's also the Red Wings season opener. That's right. I just wanted everybody to know it's my birthday. <laughs> really. So leave us a five-star <laughs> review for Jason's birthday. So please do that. Anyway, so it's Jason's birthday this week. So what birthday gift? If if all of a sudden all your favorite Red Wings players are like, Jason, what could we give you for your birthday this year? What would you want from them? Oh. <sighs> As a collective, because I'm ready to go through one by one. Like as a collective, let's not go like Nick Lidstrom. Just come back. Like you'd still be better than our defense currently, <laughs> even at your old age. You'd you'd win a Norris this year. He doesn't use a hockey stick. He uses a walker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you know what? They've already given me so much. I don't want. I can't ask for any more. Is that a cop out? Yeah, it's a cop out. All right. Um, you know, just to spend an afternoon with them playing NHL '94. Okay, not a bad, yeah. not bad. But so either if if you're just have them all over for some pizza, and uh, just do like a round robin NHL '94 <laughs> with with the legends. <laughs> So whether you're on the ice or you're on the Sega Genesis, always keep your stick on the ice. (laughs) 